Welcome to episode 240 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I am joined by the man whose passion for his home parkrun has inspired the creation of a new acronym. <laughs> Thank you, Mel. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Delighted to have an acronym. Intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> You're very special, Ollie. You had a big weekend. Yes, don't know about special, but definitely had a big weekend. I have had uh, a park run day and I've had another longest run and I'm very, very, very tired. How are the legs? Uh, better than last week, surprisingly. Really? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, there's, there's something in this regular exercise thing that <laughs> probably I've <laughs> not quite appreciated previously. Well, tell us about Saturday, firstly. Yes. Well, I was run director, so I did volunteer at Shell Harbour Park Run. First mention. Yeah, <laughs> we're counting. Yep, one. Um, <laughs> we had a pretty wet and wild day. We thought it would be much wetter. I don't know how the forecast was where you were, but certainly the expectation was that there'd be quite a bit of rainfall. Um, as it stood, uh, completely wrong with the forecast, it all blew away. It was just really windy and Nonetheless, uh, we had some dedicated park runners out there and even more so dedicated volunteers. So thank you, everyone, for your help, um, including our course director, Rob, who um, took the step just as a precaution of tying the flags to the posts. I did see on social media on Saturday morning Shell Harbour Park Run posting a very early message for their community to keep an eye on the website or the Facebook in case they were cancelled and that raised alarms with me <laughs> and the yeah. people I was with to say, <gasps> Shell Harbour might be a cancellation risk. Yeah, look, it, maybe it was a tad dramatic. I'd blame that on the tiredness. I've been up watching the Euro soccer uh, a few too many nights and uh, that particular morning, it was another 5am morning for the game and it sounded really windy. Uh, I was busily messaging the course, uh, the pre-event course checker saying, <laughs> you don't have to go out there if you feel it's unsafe, please don't. But they reassured me that it was fine. They had company. And when I got there as well, we inspected the course, only a couple of minor branches down. So we cleared the track, made sure it was safe and we got a park run. So, um, yeah, we were very grateful for that. Hooray. And you yes. have some um, special guest volunteers again, I saw. Yeah, we've been very lucky. Voluntourist extraordinary, um, extraordinaire. Gee, it'd be nice if I could get my words straight. Um, Sam was back. Yes. Yeah. And, and kindly stepped into the timekeeper role. So hopefully Sam's passion for the virtual volunteer app has expanded after that. Needless to say, it all went off without a hitch. Uh, Sam was a fantastic timekeeper. <laughs> we did have technical difficulties with the camera, my own camera, which I'd wiped down and loaned to a volunteer, and I couldn't get my own camera working until I tried the old uh, take the battery out and put it back in three times, and that fixed it. <laughs> turn it off and turn it on again. That's a throwback to my old Telstra faults training is, uh, <laughs> yeah. If you tried switching it off and back on again. But, uh, yeah, see, these are the challenges we have at Parkrun that we, we overcame and had a great morning, except for the fact we sold out of sausage rolls. Oh, what's with that? <laughs> yes, yeah. And Chris wasn't even there. Hmm, let's not go there. No, no, we did miss him. So this is coming on the back of the week where he didn't buy a sausage roll. No, what what was it last week? He oh he he missed National Sausage Roll Week. That's right. Gee, I don't know. I don't think his heart's in it. <laughs> oh, look, I think when you love the sausage roll that much, you can set your own terms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but look, a lovely weekend. Needless to say, had a fantastic experience again at the longest run. Country to coast. Yeah, the inaugural country to coast longest run. So a big shout out to Steve from Cow Pasture Reserve at Camden uh, for suggesting and setting up the longest run this week. Um, had such a fun time last week in Sydney to get to do it again was fantastic. So for those of you that weren't familiar with the event or aren't familiar with the, the courses, we started in Campbelltown in southwestern Sydney and headed down through the Southern Highlands region through Camden, Picton, home of Sam, and on to Barrel, home of the very cold puddles, and <laughs> came down, saw some beautiful rainbows on the way, 
to Shell Harbour, which felt a little cruel for run number five. Is that mention number two? <laughs> mention number two. And then North Wollongong and Sandon Point, which was just stunning with the sun having just about set at that point. Beautiful sea air, a tad cold, but wonderful time. Okay, so my question is, Ollie, had you done all of those events officially previously or was one or more of those a new event for you? See, that was the fun part. Um, Last week, of course, I hadn't done one of the official events and I also hadn't done one of the Running Stars events. So there's two new events um, of two different natures to, to give a try to in future. But there were two park runs this week that I hadn't been to and uh, I've been on the search for which park runs I can take the kids to and both of them hit the spot. So uh, I'm very, very excited to get them to both Cow Pasture Reserve and to Picton. Ah, Yeah. Excellent. Is that on the cards now in future weeks? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And I honestly don't know which one. Both of them have nice, fairly flat courses, you know, great concrete pathways, which I think the kids will appreciate. Parks nearby, um, good cafes, or even for the kids, uh, <laughs> a Macca's uh, right near <laughs> right near Picton there. So I don't think it's going to be too hard. Shout out McDonald's if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You have to queue up. <laughs> but no, it's just a question of when now. But they're on the list. It sounds good, Ollie. How have you pulled up? Um, I'm sore. <laughs> I, I I felt pretty good. I felt better than last week, and I think. You know, as always, I, I mean, you, you've experienced these before, Mel, and hopefully again very, very soon when Melbourne gets its turn next month. But the camaraderie kind of spurs you on, probably spurs you on beyond what you might otherwise think is, you know, the, the capability of the legs there. Uh, this time was pretty good. Like there were some people yesterday as time of recording um, <laughs> that had never run more than I think it was 22, 23 Ks in a day and – trying the longest run and uh, notching up 35Ks. Just, it's exciting. That's really good. Now, please excuse me, my chihuahua is snoring. (laughs) (laughs) I have enlisted Paul to come and remove said snoring chihuahua from the studio. No, don't disturb the chihuahua. No, he's off. Thank you, Paul. (laughs) Thank you, Paul. (laughs) Yeah, bye, Chico. Yeah, he's waving. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. But, Mel, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. But it was um, it was a pretty big week at your end. Oh, well, it was. It was. We uh, started with a week of anticipation, waiting to hear if Victoria was going to get the go-ahead to come back to Parkrun. And we didn't get that notification until mid-morning on Friday. Uh, so, you know, it's, it plays with your emotions a bit, Ollie, not knowing, trying to fill volunteer rosters, not knowing if you've got actually an event that's going to go ahead. Yeah, that's yeah, a tough gig. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So Thursday night uh, for juniors for Ainsbury, we were madly trying to fill our roster, hoping that the event would proceed. However, come approximately 10.30 Friday morning, we got the news to say no, no events will be going ahead in Victoria. So it was a a rush to quickly send out emails to all those people that had kindly put their hand up to volunteer to say that, well, in actual fact, juniors would not be proceeding and um, then cancel the events through the official channels. But there was already plans, Ollie. <laughs> mm. There was already plan Bs in, in motion uh, because, you know, the borders are now open. Yes. And restrictions were eased enough that Victorians could travel into New South Wales or ACT to do parkrun. So there was already the ideas had been, I don't know, flowing for contingencies if we couldn't run in our greatest state. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, we escaped Victoria and uh, did a very long car drive. I jumped in with uh, Toc and his lovely wife, Jackie, and um, travelled north 
quite a few hours. I think a few is probably an understatement by the sounds of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd be right. Yep. I think nine hours probably. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of passion there. Uh, so Tony uh, was sitting on 249 park runs prior to the pause and he really wanted to do that at Inverloch. Yeah. Yeah. The event where it's always sunny. <laughs> and uh, I guess, you know, when you're faced with another week where there's no park run and there's the opportunity to travel and maybe tick that off, it's tempting. Yes. And so, yeah, the opportunity was grabbed and, yeah, we travelled north. So I was very proud and very honoured to have been there for Tony's 250th at Wagga Bridge. Wagga Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe we've got some context on the pronunciation, haven't we, Ollie? Well, I won't say that I'm 100% confident with my pronunciation, but uh, it's been... Yeah, it's been good to get get a bit of reassurance, a bit of direction. And look, I should say, I'm sure that we have been educated already on the pod, but thank you, Marvellous Mark, in this case, for <laughs> for uh, giving me another chance. But yes, Wagyu. So uh, Wagyu is part of the Ngunnawal language, being uh, that Wagyu Bridge is on the land of the Ngunnawal people. Mm-hmm. And uh, what does it mean, Mel? It means dancing. Yeah, which is quite lovely. The bridge there spanning the natural water line. Yes, and thank you, Mark, for sending us further information to help us to um, be confident of the way that we're pronouncing it <laughs> on the pod because we want to get things right. We're all about education here in the Parkrun Adventurers. <laughs> and, yeah, I think Mark was – he was definitely surprised because we didn't tell him we were coming. Oh, We knew he was the RD. Yep. Well, Tony knew. And we didn't message ahead to say we were coming, so we turned up on the morning and uh, surprised him. Ah, uh, what a way to do it too. Mm-hmm. What a way to do it. So you got there in time for the run brief, I trust? Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. On point, the run brief, I must say. Marvellous. Definitely. It was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I wasn't prepared for the, oh, they call them undulations. I'll call them hills. (laughs) Well, you you have a bit of time to contemplate them, maybe a a few iterations of the undulations. (laughs) Yeah, so Wagga Bridge isn't a flat course, but, no, I was quite happy because that gave my legs a little bit of a workout and uh, a little bit more preparation for what's coming up in the next few months. Yes. Yeah, lovely. And, Ollie, there was people from Shell Harbour there. From Shell Harbour Park Run, really? Yes. Is that three and four? <laughs> That's three and four. Um, yes. Yes, Karen and... Karen and Ralph, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit of a surprise. So uh, our own event team members. I know. Who would have thought that? Who would have planned it? I mean, they're on a bit of a tourist street themselves. <laughs> I think you plot these things, Ollie. <laughs> it's really hard to come up with this content. It's you, You've got to appreciate how hard it is to come up with ways, different ways, creative ways to mention Shell Harbour Park Run this many times. <laughs> so thank you, Karen and Ralph. I owe you some petrol money. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So Tony noticed them because they were wearing buffs of the Running Is BS podcast that Tony was also wearing and he recognised that, oh, <laughs> look, those people over there. And then when Karen turned and I noticed her apricot <laughs> shell harbour, I was like. You didn't swear, did you? There, there we are, number six. Well, yep. no. <laughs> but my eyes might have rolled. <laughs> No, but that was very exciting because of the connection, obviously. So, yeah, we were very happy and it was just like one big family gathering, as Parkrun is. Yes. But, Ollie, can I take a moment because I want to give a bit of a shout-out to our friend Toc. Yes. Yeah, for his 250th. So, Ollie, we've got a little bit of Tocopedia <laughs> that was posted today on the Inverloch Facebook page, and allow me to read it to you. Please. Parkrunner A772779, Tony O'Connell. Tok discovered Parkrun while holidaying at Marimbula between Christmas and New Year in 2013. He was 18th across the line in a time of 22.54, running in a field of 104 runners. 
Like many of us, Tock was addicted immediately. He ran at Albert in February and again at Easter and was back in Marimbula again in late May. Frustrated by the lack of a local parkrun, Tock contacted Parkrun Australia about starting up a run locally. He did so at around the same time that I, Glenn Sullivan, contacted them and we were put together to see if we could get one up. We made use of the fledgling running group Wonthaggy Roadrunners to set up a working party and we met with people at the Bass Coast Shire. A small working party of Tock, myself, Les Corson, Lyndon Coston, Kat Denny and Bill Barry met to look at a course at Inverloch after considering where the best local location would be. The wheels are in motion and a start date was set. The Inverloch trial took place on August the 30th, 2014, with the start date set for September 13th. Tock became the event director and was the run director at the inaugural Inverloch run. By the time the first Inverloch event took place, Tock had completed nine park runs at Marimbula, Albert, Frog Hollow, Lilydale Lake, Point Cook, North Shore and Berwick Springs. Inverloch had 94 runners and walkers at that first event. That was only the start for Tock. He became a parkrun ambassador and was responsible for assisting to set up parkrun events all through Gippsland, including our neighbours Phillip Island and Coonwarra. Of his 250th runs, Tock has completed 161 at other parkruns, travelling all around the country to walk, run or volunteer. Tok is the face of Inverloch Parkrun. If you run elsewhere and mention his name, there will be someone there who knows and has met Tok. Congratulations, Tok, on your 250 parkruns. Welcome to the Green Shirt Club. And that was written by Glenn Sullivan. Ah, that's wonderful and a big congratulations to Tok. That's a magnificent milestone. And also, you know, Ollie, considering of the 250 parkruns that – Includes 131 different park runs. Yes. Four countries, and he has volunteered 135 times. Yeah, fantastic. Talks a good example of someone that has given so much in so many different ways to, to park run and you know, the support, the community spirit that clearly Inverloch shares and, and the park run world shares from people like Talk is, is just a I think something that keeps us all coming back on a Saturday. And on top of that, his willingness to be a part of the podcast and be the Channel 5 news crew as well. So he gives extra time as well to do that. Yeah. Clearly, I was a long-time listener beforehand, so I I personally was thrilled when I met Tok (laughs) at the the first listener meetup. So I know it's... It's a challenging time for you guys and it's been um, no short distance to make it to Wagga Bridge, but fantastic to hear you guys share in just a a little celebration. I'm sure that's going to continue when Tok does return to Inverloch as well. Definitely. I know he really wanted to do that milestone at Inverloch, but no doubt that that community will celebrate him when he is back there. And... Mel, thank you for sharing that. I, I should also mention because I was, um, I was of course, as I said, up at the longest run last week, and I did get to catch up with some of the Sydney Park runners. Wanted to shout out also to Paul, Paul Rainbow. Um, congratulations on Paul's two fifty. I failed to mention it last week, but uh, good to see the the crew back there celebrating Paul's two fifty. Well done, Paul. Yes, well done, Paul, and fabulous to know that Paul listens to the podcast. <laughs> yes, thank you for the feedback. <laughs> we like all our feedback, Paul. And Paul, I don't know if you noticed the jump shot that myself, Tok, and Jackie did at. Wagu Bridge, but that was in honour of the Dirty Cheaters and a tip of the hat to you. Yes. So somehow it managed to be a fairly big weekend, at least in parts, Mel. We did hear from a couple of other park runners at the weekend, uh, a couple of familiar voices, one one we haven't heard from for a while. So should we have a listen, Mel? Okay. Yep. Let's do that. Morning, park runners. It's Nadine here. It's been a while since I've put a raving report in, but I happen to find myself on a bit of an adventure this weekend. I have um, escaped like a refugee from Victoria, and I'm in Griffith, New South Wales, at the lovely Ted Scobie Oval Park Run. So I'm here with a couple of guys here. They tell me they're from Wagga. So can you just quickly introduce yourselves? 
Um, I'm Matt from yeah from Wagga, and, and I'm Beth from Wagga. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, what brings you to Griffith this morning? Um, well, we're just having a holiday, so just a long weekend, and have never been here, even though we live two hours away, which seems a bit silly. But anyway, we finally got, finally made it here. Nice. Yeah, the long weekend's over. Oh, good. And I'm going to make an assumption. Tell me if I'm wrong. Are you park runners in Wagga? Yes. <laughs> you are. And what did you think of um, Ted's Scobie Oval this morning? Oh, good. There was uh, a bigger hill than what we're used to, but no, we enjoyed it. it is Wagga flat, is it? I haven't uh, been there. Fairly flat. Yeah, ah. just around like Albert. Hmm. Okay, right. I like how you threw in the Victorian <laughs> reference there for, for everyone. That was good. Now, I've got a question for you. A little while ago, our, our lovely pod host Mel was here in Griffith. And she didn't go to the Hermit's Cave. So what I'd like to note from you guys is, should Mel have gone to the Hermit's Cave? Well, I would have thought it was essential, wouldn't, wouldn't you? Yeah, we're going there later. So. <laughs> Excellent. It's on our bucket list. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you'll have to tell us all about it. Well, enjoy your time in Griffith and thanks for talking. No problem. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, I'm here with James now. He's our trusty volunteer today. James, tell us about Ted Scobie um, Oval Park Run and how you came to be here. Well, it's actually uh, pretty new. Um, we started about 19 weeks ago um, after our failed launch the year before because of COVID, which has been fun. Um, but uh, it's been two years in the making since we've applied for all our grants and stuff, and we finally got off and running, and it, it's going well. Excellent. And you're one of the event directors here, aren't you? I am, yes. Yeah, and who's your partner in crime? Uh, Glenis Domini. Oh, fantastic. So, right and and so James tells me that Glenis is the um, the face and he is the IT support. Is that Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. You've got to have a good team. So I have a question for you. Um, a few weeks ago, our trusty pod host Mel was here in Griffith and she didn't go to the Hermit's Cave. Should she have gone to the Hermit's Cave? Absolutely. Definitely. Tell us about the Hermit's Cave. Um, well, obviously it's a bit before my time, um, but apparently one bloke just one day got sick of living in society and went and, and lived by himself up there, and he built his own little terrace and um, his home within the rock. It's, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, awesome. Well, we're definitely going to go to the Hermit's Cave. Yeah, it's well, kind of essential for Griffith. Yeah, absolutely. There's not much else. <laughs> well, thanks for talking to us. You're welcome. Appreciate it. And thanks Thank for a you. lovely park run. I'm now here with uh, Glennis, who's the other ED of Ted's Gobi Oval, and she's standing here at the finish line giving out tokens with a coffee in her hand, which is no better way to volunteer, in my opinion. So, Glennis, tell us a little bit about your community here at Ted's Gobi. Um, it's a great community. We've only been going about 19, 20 weeks, but we all know each other's names. It's, it's just fantastic. Get you up in the morning, get ready for the weekend and just go, go, go. And we can see Hermit's Cave from here. It's an amazing place to go and visit. A guy lived up there for 10 years and he's got these little rooms and he had his garden. He's still got paintings and his words up on the, on the cave walls. It's an amazing place. Amazing. And it's a beautiful backdrop to the actual park run. Well, it is too because it's right up behind us. We can see the rocks of the cave from here so I, I, I do want you to be very clear though anyone who comes to Griffith would you recommend going to Hermit's Cave? Definitely it's one of our biggest attractions. <laughs> Excellent well thank you so much for That's a lovely right. morning no, and um, now I must know where is the best coffee in Griffith oh. on a Saturday morning? Oh there's so many good places we've got Italian background. Yeah I noticed there's a lot of Italians And if here. you don't have good coffee it's a no-no. Yeah. So um Probably, if you want to go, oh, you could go into the Central Shopping Centre. The, uh, Michi's got amazing coffee. Peaches are in there too. They have good coffee. Up the top, there's Limone, which is like a really beautiful old building of a store with all recycled Lovely. stuff. Lovely. Basically, yeah, really that's really it. Because coffee. we all know that um, Park Run is all about the coffee. Yeah. Yes, especially Absolutely. on a calm morning like yeah. today. <laughs> oh, it's actually nice here this yeah. morning. The sun's shining. Last week was really bad. Was it? <laughs> we had fog and you couldn't see the run. Oh, well, I'm but glad we're here this week. It's beautiful. Today. Thank you so much for talking to us, Glennis. Oh, no, still recording. Still here with Glennis. And after I stopped recording, she told me this amazing story of how she came to find out about Park Run and started here. So, Glennis, can you tell our listeners about how that all came? to be i went to an i own the local athletes foot store and i went to an athletes foot conference and they they were announcing they were major sponsors of park one they put a video up and at the end of it i was crying i was so emotionally 
connected with and I thought we need that for Griffith so it took me about 18 months and COVID put a dent in all those plans but we set up Park Run and it's the most amazing experience. I can't wait wait to get up Saturday morning and come to Park Run and it's the best buzz for the whole weekend. That's so amazing and it's just amazing to hear how um, Athletes Sport is you know having an impact on getting Park Runs established around the country too and and you know Park Run and Athletes Sport working together so thank you so much. No I I enjoy it. Thank yeah. you for coming. Awesome. Thanks, Glennis. <laughs> I'm here with my lovely husband, Ian, who we've um, come up to Griffith together. So, Ian, Ian chose the park run that we visited this weekend. Can you tell us why we chose this park run? Why we came to Griffith? Yeah, well, I've actually wanted to come to Griffith for quite a while because not many people know this, but the town was laid out by the same guy that designed Canberra, a guy by the name of Walter, Walter Burley Griffin. And everyone who's been to Canberra knows it's a town of many roundabouts and circles. But if you come to Griffith, you'll find it's also got circular roads radiating out from the middle, just like Canberra. So the guy only had a few ideas, obviously. Basically, he had one idea. When you build a town, it's on a big circle. And it, it is actually pretty cool, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's, it's, quite, it's quite interesting. If you look at it on the map, you get a bit more of an idea about it. So... I've actually wanted to come to Griffith for a long time, but here we finally are and the sun is shining. It's lovely. Awesome. Now, just one more question for you. What would be your top tourist attraction pick for today? Where, where are you going to visit today? Well, I've read that there's a place called the Hermit's Cave. Now, apparently you can't come to Griffith without coming to the Hermit's hmm. Cave. So you think we should definitely take I in think the Hermit's we should, Cave? I think we are definitely going to the Hermit's Cave after coffee. All right, that's a wrap from me. We are headed to the Hermit's Cave. Happy Park Run Day, everyone. Good morning, it's Tracy and a tutu. I'm at the beautiful bushy bunya villa again and I'm with the amazingly awesome Alison. Good morning, Alison. You're wearing a lovely tutu. What's the story behind that? This is my 250th park run and I thought I'd be here just once and now I've been here 250 times. <laughs> That's awesome. Alison, I've heard that the directors here have told you you're not allowed to volunteer again until you get your 250. Is that right? Yes, that's right. That's what they told me. So I'll be allowed to volunteer next week. I can put my name down <laughs> next week, won't I? And what's your favourite volunteering role? Ooh. You've done Tail Walker a few times. I was going to say Tail Walker or Marshall. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you like this course? Uh, you're obviously a, a regular here. <laughs> I'm reasonably regular. I was a parkrun passionista until a while back, so, and then I've started doing other park runs. This one's very steep, but I still love it here. <laughs> and are you a volunteerist as well? You volunteer at other locations? No, I don't think I have volunteered no. anywhere else. I'll have to, oh. won't I? No, no, I don't think so. I think you're doing enough. Thanks. Oh, we better go. Thank you. Sorry about that, guys. We just had to duck off for the briefing was just about to start and Alison was going to be recognised uh, not only for her 250 park runs but also for her work at Bunnyville Park Run. Okay, I'm going to head out soon, uh, tail walking this morning. It's a bit wild and windy here and because it's dropped under 20 degrees, we declare it cold. Okay, talk to you later. Okay, I'm now chatting with Claire, who's who's not a stranger to Bunnyville whatsoever and may have volunteered here once or twice in the past. Would that be correct here, Claire? Oh, 60-odd <laughs> times, I think. <laughs> as run director, uh, obviously, and uh, you started this park run up as well. Yes. So when was that that Bunnyville started? Uh, I think Alison told me this morning was 2013, but I wow. can't remember. Oh, too long ago. So obviously you're not run directing anymore. You've handed no. over to a few others. What are you doing with Very yourself these days? People. You're still coming to Parkrun, obviously. Yes, still hooked on Parkrun. Good still on you. Still love Bunyaroo Parkrun. Yes. Excellent. Yes, still love trying others as well. Yeah, a bit yeah. of a tourist. Done a few overseas. Oh, which yeah. ones? Uh, mainly in England. Oh, have you done Bushy? No. <gasps> no. Okay. We went down in Cornwall and Devon and... Um, and that way, yeah. I've heard you can get a good pasty, or is it pasty oh, from Cornwall? Absolutely, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and scones and cream. Scones and cream, excellent. <laughs> All right, well, it was a great morning here today. A few runners here, uh, a bit cold this morning, but very nice and good to see you again. Yes, absolutely. But nippy, we'll yeah. go for a nice coffee now. Sounds Join Alison for her 200 pop Yay! All right. 250th. 250th. Thanks, Fantastic. Claire. Bye. No Cheers. 
Okay, parkrun done and dusted. Thank goodness we're out of that bitterly cold wind. And we've headed off to the Fish Lips Cafe for a lovely hot cuppa. Unfortunately, no snot logs or sausage rolls on offer. Uh, Now that the stat man is no longer around, I'm going to give you my own stats. And... This week, the SPF was 13. Yes, you heard it here, the Shell Harbour Parkrun Factor, i.e. number of times it was mentioned on last week's podcast, here now has started at 13, is the new benchmark. See if you can beat that this week, Ollie. Cheers. Toodles from Tracy. See you on the B-side. And great to hear from Nadine at Ted Scobie Oval and Tracy at Bunyaville, Ollie. Very nice to hear from the Mel. And it sounds like uh, Nadine was, let's say, well, well prepared. Yes, Nadine did a very good job of getting all the details of the Hermit Cave that I missed when <laughs> I was there. Thanks, Nadine. I appreciate that. (laughs) And I'm glad you got to see it. Yes. Uh, It sounds like a great time at Ted Scobie. Definitely. And the surrounds, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tracy, Mm. she was there for Alison's 250th. Yes. Congratulations, Alison. And nice that the event team told Alison she wasn't allowed to volley again until she reached that (laughs) milestone. That's just testament to the fact that she's obviously a very good volunteer who gives up a lot of her time and they wanted to see her get her own accolade. Yeah. Oh, look, some people really do give a lot and clearly Alison's just been a big part of Parkrun there. So, no, wonderful to see the team supporting her in that way and, and celebrating in such a way. Yes, and she seemed really excited that that now that she's achieved that, Ollie, she can now volunteer again next week. Good on her. <laughs> Priorities. I know. Yeah. And Ollie, I noticed that Tracy said she actually gave the declaration of if it's under 20 degrees, that's what classifies as cold in Brisbane. <laughs> Do we just put it down to relativity? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's cold. Well, at the moment in Melbourne, that would be a heat wave. But- <laughs> That's right, yeah. It's warm here if it's over 10. <laughs> anyway. Let's hear some some other versions of that. What, what are your thresholds, particularly our international <laughs> listeners? <laughs> exactly. And Tracy was tail walking there at Bunyaville and so in the fluoro again. Yes. And speaking to Claire, the founding ED at Bunyaville. Yeah. No, look, th- thank you very much, Tracy. You've captured that well and volunteered again. So, um, you know. <laughs> appreciate your support to the parkrun world and um i think tracy's clearly picked up on something i must mention a little (laughs) oh really you've got to mention it (laughs) the new acronym ollie the spf the spf yes that's for me to say i guess it's only natural yes So the Shell Harbour Park Run Factor? Yes. Yes. 13. Which makes seven today. Are we going to um, overtake that this week? Who knows? Not a chance. I barely say it. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Tracy. Poor old Tool and Creek. They just don't get enough love. I really need to do more for my own home park run. Oh, look, um, I need to do more for Tool and Creek as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like, just just on that, I have to say sincere thank you to Tracy. Now I've got an index I can realistically achieve <laughs> and better week in, week out. Sorry, everyone. Oh, my goodness <laughs> me. Um, speaking of, of hearing from people, we've heard from some more people. You've got mail. Yes, Ollie, we have an email from Eman. Yeah, fantastic to hear from Eman again on a, on a special weekend too. It was, and Eman said, hey, guys. I hope you're both well and good work on completing your version of the longest run last week. I had RD duties today at South Toowoomba event number 136 with 156 participants braving this morning's cold and windy conditions. Had the pleasure of parkrun adventurer Michael Schultz visiting us as he pads out his Wilson Index and completing his 418th event. 
also had our co-ED Robbie celebrate an unofficial milestone of 350 park runs and 325 volunteer events. Stay warm this weekend. Amen. Ollie, oh, my gosh. So there's a bit to unpack in that email, but yes. Robbie. Robbie, well done. <laughs> Simply, uh, congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah. He's been going for a while, 350 park runs, good grief, and 325 <laughs> volunteer events. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. It, it, it's something else. I do like to look up, obviously, people's stats on the park run page and, and see the volunteering section in particular, how it sort of spreads it out year on year. You just keep scrolling. Robbie's obviously been a huge part of the South Toowoomba family and, um, and yeah, clearly to, to the parkrun world. And Schutze completing his 418th parkrun yeah. and Eman sent us a photo. So I think we'll use that photo this week for our pod post. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I Ho- hope you don't mind, Eman. It's a pretty good photo. Yeah, lovely photo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we yeah. will ask. Should I have asked him? Ask him? <laughs> we'll ask. No, no worries. We'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get the intern onto it. Oh yeah, good point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what junior you know <laughs> office staff are for. That's right. right. We push that as far as we can. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Eman. Lovely to hear from you. Thank you for sending us an email. We'll be sure to respond, of course. And yeah, please, everyone, feel free to to reach out to our email address: parkrunadventures at gmail.com. Uh, but we also got a, a private message, Mel. We did. Yes, from Bruce, Bruce Purdy. So uh, Bruce Purdy got in touch and uh, did mention that uh, my cheetah ears pricked up when I heard the informant mention the launch of the Valentine's Peak Park Run in the USA. I searched for the next Park Run day that coincides with February 14th. Alas, it's 2026. Though, uh. on a positive note, that gives plenty of opportunity to plan a trip to the States. Well, that's a good point. Well, that's right. I mean, the months don't line up, but as a soccer fan, I'm checking it. Why? What's it got to do with soccer? <laughs> that's, uh, there's a World Cup over there in uh, 2026. So, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> just, it's, it's just meant to be, clearly. But I, I think that's pretty good research from Is Bruce. Is it Eurovision? Yeah, well, the US may get invited by then, but no. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, wrong continent. <laughs> my, my bad. Hey, look, Australia's invited, so... Uh yeah, we, we, we Australians tend to uh, to be a bit liberal with our geography. Yeah. <laughs> but wonderful to hear. Yes, well, thanks, Bruce. Yes. Uh, that's a good point. I didn't really take enough interest in the fact that there was a new park run called Valentine's Peak. Mm. Mm. We need to find a connection there, Ollie. Maybe we can find a listener from Valentine's Peak that we can talk to. Yes, yes. Anybody out there? <laughs> with some nice romantic music in the background and <laughs> <laughs> and some wine. Yes. <laughs> it's standard to drink wine while talking about parkrun, isn't it? Yeah, only in a romantic way, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, look, <laughs> unless there's a parkrun on Christmas Island, I-, I won't try and create a club out of this one. Um, <laughs> in any case, <laughs> we um, oh, I suppose let's 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 continue. Um, we also heard from a number of other people because, of course, Dazzers. Yes, and it was the relaunch, Ollie, of Parkrun in Denmark. Yes. However, we failed to elicit any <laughs> Danish references or Danish listeners, sadly, this week. Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll have to try harder. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you brushed up on your Danish and uh, I, I threw quite a few words of um, Danish pastries and uh, cuisine into the post this week, but I'm not even going to try to pronounce any of the words that I wrote and I don't expect you have practised those. I appreciate that you might even pause with, <laughs> with the thought that I'd be capable of this one. But, uh, That's okay. I'll, That's okay. I'll take, Our I'll thoughts take are that with you, Denmark. We're yes. happy you're back. That's right. <laughs> Very happy you're back. Very happy you're back. And, look, I absolutely love a Danish pastry. Oh, i got to just interject. Okay. So I was away, but before I went away, I went to the bakery and I bought a pecan Danish cake. Well, if you call it a cake. It's, it's it, it was like cake size, but I guess it's not a cake. 
because it's a pastry thing. Uh, and I just left it at home. And when I was away, I messaged Paul and I went, oh, by the way, there's this cake in the cupboard you can have. And he said it was delicious. It was the best thing he'd had. So he was pretty happy. Very nice. Yes. Yeah. So I just thought I'd throw that in. Well, look, a good pastry goes a long, long way. Yes. <laughs> so the comments we got, Ollie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The comments. So look, um, a familiar, a familiar name to start with. Uh, talk. Tony O'Connell slipped the Rona noose in Victoria for a road trip with Jack and Mel to run my two hundred and fiftieth at Wagyu Bridge. Yahoo! Green shirt coming. <laughs> That's me. I was the Mel. <laughs> and Neil Taylor celebrating Burley Griffin Park Run's fifth birthday. The theme was fluoro is fun. Very nice. Looked like fun. Happy birthday to Burley Griffin. Yes. Yeah. And Ingrid Botha. Lots of jumping for joy at Dolls Point's fourth birthday today. I enjoyed seeing Zach from Canberra scan his barcode for the very first time. Congratulations again on your first run, mate. Oh, I gotta love it when you see first runners scanning their barcodes. Very much so. Yeah. Start of a journey. Sam Schroeder. As Ollie mentioned, I headed to Shell Harbour to have my first experience of timekeeping on the app. So much easier and less stress inducing than the stopwatch. Luke came with me but opted out of walking in the wind, enjoying a sneaky coffee and sausage roll in the car instead. And I think, Ollie, he might have eaten the last sausage roll. <laughs> Look, I, I did my research. It technically wasn't the last one. The last one went after Luke, so I hold absolutely <laughs> no, I bear absolutely no grudge towards Luke. And uh, special mention, um, given that Sam and Luke and grandson Asher all joined for the longest run, Luke and Asher managed to walk the entire Shell Harbour Park Run course for the longest run. So uh, he got he got it in in the end. Yay. <laughs> also, we heard from Bernadette Bennett. Set up, first timers brief, and a run at Newey. Can't get better than that for variety. The weather didn't turn nasty till after we were finished and we had perfect conditions and a very small 275 park runners. <gasps> Doing an interval style run to train up for Mudgy and Dubbo Tens, banana smoothie and banana bread at Cafe Inu at Carrington. Nice work, Bernadette. All-rounder, I think we call that. Mm. And Mandy Oliver. Surface paradise with my friend Linda. Coffee after before she ran home as part of her GC marathon training, which is, I guess, Gold Coast Marathon, which is coming up soon. Very soon. Very soon. Good work. Um, Dawn Branton, another refugee from Victoria. I crossed the border <laughs> to Wagga. Perfect morning for a glorious run by the lake. And now my parkrun map. Looks like a dragon. Yes, and Dawn does love filling in those sections on that parkrun map on the, what is it, the um, the Chrome extension? Yes. There's a name for that map, Ollie. What is it? Uh, uh, see, my Chrome extension hasn't is it worked. the Vega map or something like uh, that? I'd be lying. I'd be Oops, lying. We really should have prepared for that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway but whatever. <laughs> Dawn's map is very impressive and it does resemble a dragon. And we've got Caro Voss. Met Not Fluffy at Black Butt Park Run. Lovely course. And I've been up there on a Freedom Run and also seen the Not Fluffy. Oh, really? Huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I missed Black Butt. Yes. I have to give it a try. Got to get back there. And Val Warwick. I am interloping at Dazza's today to report. We were up at ridiculous o'clock this morning, but unfortunately it was knock for parkrun tourism today. The old fella, Steve, was doing the most southern half marathon at Cockle Creek. No parkrun, no parkrun coffee. <laughs> Surely it really can't be Saturday. Oh, oh dear, Val. That must have been freezing for the record, but I am looking forward to trying that sometime. So thanks for the tip, Val. But poor Steve, he was the old fella. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Scarborough. There I was finishing my run before volunteering at Wagyu Bridge Park Run when I was surprised by three familiar faces. Thanks for visiting Mel, Jackie and Toc. So honoured to host Toc for his 250th milestone. A very fitting host. He was. He was marvellous host. Brett Bailey. 
First timers briefing at Pegasus, then ran with Tanya and Brunner. Home for an eggs, Benny. Pegasus 250 next week. Green tutus ready. Mm. Big one coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sally Heppleston. I could go to the gym. Yay. But I couldn't park run. I really hope I can join in the chat next week with news of having my barcode scanned. We look forward to it, Sal. Yep. Rebecca Bailey. Windy run at Shell Harbour this morning. I've lost count. That could be eight. I know. I've lost count too. <laughs> um, weather showed who were the keen park runners. I got 17th, which is my highest placing here, normally in the 30s or 40s. Nice work, Beck. Yeah, very well. I mean, it could have been because you were just fast, Beck, but uh, very well done. But also brave. Yeah, I think the entire last kilometre was a headwind. And Tracy Wood, I'd like a hot flat white, please, after a very cold morning at Bunyaville. And Tracy was volunteering. Well and truly earned it. Mm-hmm. Alison King, I met Kelly and Ingrid from Tamworth, New South Wales today. They crossed the ditch to visit Puranga. No Danish pastries at the cafe for me, though. Nice to see more Aussies taking advantage of the bubble. Yes. And Nadine Crawford, made like a refugee and headed to Griffith in New South Wales for Ted Scobie Oval Park Run. Met the lovely volunteers and heard some interesting local knowledge. Also enjoying some beautiful sunshine. Love Park Run. Very well done. Tanya Bailey, fastest time this year with the help of Brunner and Brett. Had to wait for the ice to melt off the car windscreen before we headed down to Pegasus. Home to an eggs, Benny, made by me while listening to the podcast. Gearing up for next week's 250th and 5th birthday at Pegasus. And that completes our Bailey shot for this week. <laughs> Love it. Love it. And um, it sounds like the temperature was uh, slightly below 20 there. And Janet Reed, I would have joined you, Melissa Ellis, Tony O'Connell, Jackie O'Connell, but RD Judy's called at Lockheel. Skinny flat white for me, followed by another skinny flat white, followed by a bowl of Australia's best hot chips from Jeff Health Golf Course, followed by a glass of Shiraz from Vines growing in the greatest state. Oh, wait, hang on. (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) You're wondering on the comma placement here. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. In the photo with me is the charismatic, energetic, Lockheel legend, Tamis Lorenz, who completed the irrational South 200-mile event last week in roughly 78 hours. That's 65 park runs back-to-back running from Murray Bridge to Clare Valley. Somehow the longest run doesn't seem quite as impressive anymore. Yeah, not wrong. <laughs> There's a bit in that post, isn't there, Ollie? There's a bit of contention. Now, look, uh, firstly, Mel, I think you missed a little part of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think I did. <laughs> Pretty sure you did. <laughs> um, 78 hours, 200 miles. Yeah, well done. Gee. That's a little bit crazy. Irrational it is. Mm. Um, that's That's what makes it beautiful, I'm sure. But that sounds like a pretty good combo there too, Janet. Um, Hot chips and Shiraz and lots of coffee. Yeah, a skinny flat white followed (laughs) by a skinny flat white followed by a bowl of chips followed by a Shiraz. (laughs) I know what I'm Mm. doing next Saturday. (laughs) We also heard from Chris Fraser, second missed park run in three weeks due to being moving day. I haven't missed two out of three since becoming a parkrunner seven years ago. On the plus side, conditions pretty crappy, a good weekend to miss out. <laughs> and that is spot on. <laughs> we hope the move went well, Chris. We do. But, dude, get back there. <laughs> <laughs> Sonia Pullman, stupid migraine descended. So this was my view today. Totally unrelated to the servo sausage roll and coffee, Chris Fraser. Oh, Sonia, we're very sad to see that you had a migraine and you missed Park Run Day. But a very comforting view uh, for those that haven't seen the view. It's the cat. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And Karen Hamilton, gallivanting at Wagyu Bridge this morning, unexpectedly ran into the team. Hello, Mel and Tok and Mark. Nice to meet you. Unfortunately, could not stick around after, was meeting friends for breakfast at Penny University Cafe. There, I became a pear compote parent. (laughs) 
with this unusual green tea and black sesame pancake with pear and goji compote. Do, do we need some context or? Yeah, Karen is uh, referring to content from With Me Now <laughs> when she is referring to a pear compote parent. That's right. That's right. But good to hear um, from the uh, from the Shell Harbour team up there. And, uh, yeah, what a nice surprise. Oh, really? Another mention? <laughs> that was a bit tenuous, wasn't it? No, we're always happy to hear from everybody. Very much so. Thank you, everyone, for sharing Dazza's, uh, sharing a special mm-hmm. day for the Danes as well. Mm. And, uh, look, we um, we look forward to, to next week at Dazza's. In the meantime, Mel, I suppose we should we should throw across, I mean, after last week's news, um, change things up a little bit. Yes, I had a bit of I had a bit of feedback from the fact that we've killed <laughs> off the info. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that that's necessarily correct. We haven't killed him. He's not dead. Yeah, we're pretty confident. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't us. It was his decision. It was. It was. So um yeah, look, uh, I guess the question is, how long can an intern be an intern when they're um <laughs> when they're more permanent than that? Well, in any case, we appreciate that she's stepping yeah, up. Yeah, uh, that's right. So it'll be interesting to see how she goes. Let's have a listen. You are not the informant. I am now. This is the informant. You're not the informant. But I'm not the intern anymore. So what's my job title then? I don't know. How about the incompetent? Yeah, right. Why don't you go back to your Suzuki? It's Sudoku. This is the informant. These are artificial stats that are only current at the time they are collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. This week, we welcome back Denmark with seven events. We had 309 in Australia and 32 in New Zealand. Elsewhere in the world we had 13 events in Japan, 71 in Poland, 66 in Russia, 28 in South Africa, 23 in the USA and 5 in UK territories. That's a total of 554 events worldwide which is a post-COVID record and that includes four launches. One at Bayview Road in Western Australia, one at Oh, I can't read those. Um, two in Japan and one in Poland. Aussie New Zealand attendance was down 3,000 on last week's number to 29,919 runners, and that's out of 38,566 worldwide. Wait, what? That can't be right. How can the number of events be a record, but the number of runners be down two weeks in a row? I don't know. Just stick to the script. Oh, whatever. Sorry, everyone. Mr. Beige Trousers gets upset when numbers are down. We had 3,855 PBs, while 879 people participated for the first time. 72 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 160 people reached their 50 milestone, 90 reached their 100 milestone, and 23 people reached their 250 milestone. 17 people called bingo. Colin Bridge was the quickest with 165 events. Yvonne Gruber was the slowest person taking 290 events. We had five new ACT Territorians in Anne-Marie Callanan, Adam Barlow, David Camp, Megan Hogan and Shane Hogan. And big news, we have another in Queensland. Neil Barnett becomes the second Queenslander alongside Michael Schultz. On the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events list, Kathleen Wallington is now 12th outright after running Wayland Reserve. That slips Nathan Castle down to 13. The biggest winners on the overall most events were Mill Clayton, Super Collar, Caro Voss, Steve Amor, who all moved up 11 places from different starting points. On the other side of the ledger, there were five people who dropped five places. And 46 people increased their index. Wilson Index. Oh, whatever. I still don't think it's a real thing. Biggest movers of the week were B Sykes and Tanya Farmer who increased their Windex by 7. B is now on 10 and Tanya is on 23. To see these stats in full, visit www.theinformant.me.
or follow The Informant on Facebook. This has been The Informant, and my stats report is totally awesome. Yeah, right. Hey, you know how you like alliteration? Yes. Well, I was thinking you could rename your Facebook profile to Mr. Colour Coordinated Cardigan. Out. And thank you to our intern, always happy and bubbly and full of fun, Ollie. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it a nice tone, Mel? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. And while we're on happy, Mm. we also had another longest run that occurred this last weekend. That was the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, yeah, and, and look, these guys really know how to do uh, extra value. Um, eight runs. Eight? <laughs> eight park runs. They're just showing off. <laughs> yeah. How do you and, fit eight into a day? Well, I was going to say maybe the daylight hour is a bit longer, but, um, well, yeah, there's probably an element of that, but I, I think clearly... Clearly, the parkrun community up there uh, and the running and walking community together all just, yeah, they like a bit of fun. Are they just all a bit faster than us down south, Ollie? Must be. <laughs> must be. Oh, it's not like they've got any elevation or anything. <laughs> so what events did they do? <laughs> this, this is where I uh, obviously correct that. Um, so they look nice early start. There's there's tip number one, 6 a.m. Majimba. Uh, so a start at Majimba Beach Park run there, down by the beach. Uh, and then on to Noosa. Uh, then they really hit their straps at Nambour. <gasps> Good grief. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gentle, gentle run at Nambour for number three, uh, Mulaney Trail. So uh, yeah, Mulaney is uh, also going to be testing them surely. Uh, Baringa, mm-hmm. Golden Beach, Kiwana, and finishing at Brightwater. Nice. Yeah, and look, Mel, I could be wrong, but I was looking at some of the pictures. So obviously, we we have enjoyed reflecting on some of the efforts from our longest runners. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of daylight in those pictures. So <laughs> well organised and, and well run, team. Good work, Sunshine Coast. Yeah, yeah. And look, huge numbers. So um, Well supported. Uh, I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to try and make it. Uh, no, actually, it's not fair, is it, Mel? You, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you assuming that next year we'll be locked down again? <laughs> no, I just didn't want to draw attention to the fact that obviously you didn't get to go to Brisbane, but uh, would, <sighs> your, your plan was a good one and it would be good to go and not explore and do a longest run like the others. No, absolutely wasn't your fault. <laughs> uh, but well done. Well done. But... Coming back next week, Ollie. Yes. Northern Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, looking forward to that. Um, looking forward to seeing more of the returns there, Mel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Same. Yeah. Yeah. Where will you be next week, Ollie? Um, I'll be fairly local. Fairly <laughs> local. It, it is the winter solstice, so naturally that for <gasps> me means midsummer. Maypoles. Maypoles. That's right, Smogudna and everything. What's that uh, mean? Uh, that's Is the it- little frog dance. Oh, yes. So, uh, yeah, I'll be drinking mulled wine and wearing flower crowns and singing about little frogs as I dance around maypoles. Can you please set up a really good photo that we can use next <laughs> week for our podcast post? I want people to see these such maypoles and flower crowns with you. Please. Oh, I don't know. My flower crowning skills are pretty limited, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, Hannah, I'm appealing to you, please. Can you make sure you get an appropriate photo for us to use next week? Thank you, Hannah. Oh, dear. And because I am editing, you can't get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. Yeah. All right. Noted. There's my homework. <laughs> and what about you, Mel? Um Plan A, Plan B, Plan C. Who only knows where I will be, Ollie? (laughs) (laughs) Who only knows? I have a good feeling that I will abscond again and I may be, who knows, I may go back to ACT. I may, if the borders are open, pop over to South Australia. Not really sure if those borders were open yet. 
Well, I mean, Mel, I don't want to lead you astray or anything, but you do realise this Sunday in South Australia, the 27th of June, is their longest run. I know. (laughs) However, this may depend if Victoria is able to return to parkrun because if it is, I've got a junior parkrun to put on on Sunday morning. Which would be very exciting, puddle or not. Yep. Oh, yeah, I must get down there to see if the puddle's still got water. We have had a little bit more rain. I'm confident there will still be water. But, yes, yeah, so obviously my first priority is to Ainsbury. Yep. And knowing, you know, our our previous weeks, uh, it, it'll probably come down to the line again. So if I'm just throwing myself in the car and driving to South Australia and I've got the opportunity to stay, if there's no juniors, then, yeah, I might just have to fly by the wind. <laughs> yeah, so many variables in the parkrun world. Yeah, it's kind of rough times for planning, for parkrun planning. It's you, you just got to be able to um, be adaptive. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, and we, we are fortunate, of course, to be able to, to make these trips and hopefully everything keeps keeps moving in the right direction there. Um, you know, obviously, time of recording, there's there's cases developing in New South Wales too, Mel, so uh, maybe I'll dust off the old Plan B <laughs> as well. Yeah, and what's your Plan B? Uh, many times around the Maypole probably. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the maypole? Where do you where do you have such event? Oh, uh, my uh, my parents in law, their roof it's like the TARDIS. Um, they fit so much in there. Uh, the maypole lives up there, as do many <laughs> other things. So, uh, yep, it just comes out for midsummer. Yeah. But yep. where do they live? Oh well, they live locally. They live locally um, in a, in a suburb nearby. Um, okay. Uh, the suburb. Um, can you tell I'm doing research as <laughs> as I'm talking? You don't I just know where your be- parents-in-law live. <laughs> do your in-laws live in Oak Flats? Oak Flats, yes, which is on Lake Illawarra. It's very close by. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, In fact, it's it's a park run distance away. Just for me to um, be able to to cut all this. Yes. So, <laughs> where do your in laws live, Ollie? <laughs> Oak Flats. They live in the Oak Flats, which is just a park run distance away from home. Near Lake Illawarra. That's right. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, on the lake there. So, uh, in fact, there's a good park run course out the front of there. As in park run, it should be a park run course. I really feel like I need a maypole. I really want to experience that. Well, it is good fun. I can't say I've tried it for a not park run yet, as I was meant to. Um, Challenge, Ollie. (laughs) That's right. I just don't think the the string will maintain its uh, integrity. For Is there a Guinness Book of World Records for the amount of loops around a maypole? I don't think I'd come anywhere close enough. You could do it, Ollie. I know I you know. could. I believe in you. <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> Hannah, Dad can do this. Let's see. I'm going to find out who I have to contact at Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come up for that. <laughs> oh, dear. No, I think after two longest runs. Don't try to get out of it. <laughs> after two longest runs. My uh, my legs wouldn't. Your keep legs up that. are now conditioned. <laughs> All right. Yes, you can't you can't play that card. Ah, oh, I see. I can't dodge. <laughs> nope. No. Change the subject. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Um, yes. Yeah. So look, I think it will be a, a relatively quiet park run day for me. And not just because of the mulled wine the night before. Right. Yes. Oh, well. But, Mel, I suppose that's it for this week. Mm. Um, look, if anyone would like to get in touch, share with us your parkrun stories, share with us your return stories, your not parkrun stories. Your sausage roll stories. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um yeah, contact us via Facebook, email, and, of course, the email address being parkrunadventures at gmail.com. Uh, but, Mel, I think that's it for another week. We'll see you next week for more adventures.
speaking? Yes. She did what? Oh. Yes, I'll authorise a new swipe card to be issued. I can imagine. Yes, he's not happy. No worries. We'll speak to him. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I think I'll let Ollie deal with that one. <laughs>